0: Well, we're back again, and uh, for once, it doesn't. It, it actually feels really long since we recorded. If you ask me,
1: it does. Yeah, I was thinking about this yesterday, and I realized I had I would have to remember how to podcast. You know, like I know how to do it, but m- to mentally understand that I need to talk like I'm having a conversation with you, but that other people can overhear. Yeah, you know, it's a
0: public conversation between us. It's a record of events. Ah, yes. Do you mean a record of conversation? Uh, I mean, is I this guess. it is, just a work dis- disciplinary? Is that all this is? I guess it is, but it's, it's a conversation, it's a record of conversation about events. Wholly pertaining to our work yeah no it's it's not that kind of record of conversation oh good yeah that's that's the good news It's a very good news you don't have one of those so how are you doing i've had I've had a strange thirty six hours I'm not gonna lie it's been a bit of a an odd one um, um yeah i mean I don't, no, nothing really weird has happened. It's just everything that has happened has added up to be kind of odd when I look back at it 36 hours later. I mean, I've got this theory, yeah? That, uh, okay. January why is do ton- I feel
1: like we're going down a rabbit hole immediately?
0: Yeah, we are. <laughs> Januaryism. Well, first of all, all I can see in the news is CES has, has been sort of eclipsed by Apple, is doomed again, um, apparently. They're not selling any iPhones anymore. I've heard. I oh, imagine that. None of them. Like, literally, they can't sell a single one. So oh, that's... Whoa. I That's actually depressing. sold three today. Oh nice. Nice. Yeah. You sold some iPhones. I did, yeah. Perfect. So they're not they're not not selling. They are they are indeed selling. I can
1: confirm Apple have at least sold three.
0: Three iPhones today. What kind of iPhones? Were they all ten R?
1: Uh, they were actually. Yeah, all of them were. The the ten
0: yeah. R isn't selling apparently. Oh. Um that's yes. news. It's a fun, fun one, isn't it? So that's a bit annoying. But my theory is right. In January, people make New Year's resolutions and all that nonsense. I think they also take it as a time to do all the annoying stuff that they've been meaning to do for a while. So that involves coming into our shop and bugging us about dumb stuff. Okay, so that is I mean,
1: really quite prevalent in uh, January.
0: Trust me. And <laughs> I had. Three very dumb incidents yesterday morning that I was going to talk about. Um, I'm trying. One was I've got it listed as uh, Asian shops, and I'm trying to recall. Oh, that's <laughs> right. A dude came up to me and uh, wanted his iPhone unlocked because he'd entered the passcode too many times incorrect. So I was telling him we can restore it. That's fine. Do a quick DFU, get it all get get you back up and running. But you will lose what's on there if it hasn't been backed up and uh, he was asking if there is any way to get the data back, and I was like, no, nope. and some normally they accept that, but occasionally they don't accept that, and then eventually you bring up the old classic that the FBI couldn't do it, so <laughs> yeah, that's why favorite. are we going to be able to do it? And he's like, I'm sure one of those Asian shops out there can do it. Honestly, you should just CC in the... the, the um,
1: oh What's the head of... The, the director general of the FBI? I don't remember what his title is. Just CC him
0: in on the, the email. But... A, he wouldn't listen, and B, it's January 2019, and he referred to them as Asian shops. Oh, like, yeah, also true. <laughs> I was just like, "What?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then we had uh, our favorite child psychologist was giving me a giving me a a hard time, but um, oh, she, was she? Yeah, nah, it can't be asked. That's sort of gone from my memory now. I've I've repressed Fair it. But this is the one I want I'm to. I'm sure highlight. she'd have a go about you with that as well. Oh, I'd I'd love no to repression. hear her Yeah, I'd love to hear her talk about my repression. Um <laughs> lovely woman, by the way. I actually kinda don't mind her, but she is just a the pain I mean, in the arse. I sometimes. really like
1: her as well. Um Yeah. But I like, totally get what you mean.
0: She makes everything difficult, but she's nice enough and she's very understanding. Um so that's fine. But anyway, without going into her, this is the one I want to highlight—the dumbest thing that happened to me. Day before yesterday, a gentleman comes in, talks to uh, Quab, and uh, basically says, "My wife is receiving my phone calls and my text messages. I'm receiving." I can hers. already tell I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah, you're going to love it. So basically, they both had new phones. I think one was an eight, one was a ten R, and they—they're getting things mixed up. Keon, i don't know if he did try and solve it i think he had a little chat with him and then just booked him in to the service desk um for the next day They said where i come in first thing i ask is the usual because i was anticipating the gentleman to be dumb which is unfortunately something we do but it's just the way that tech support kind of works um i, mean, I guess
1: it, it's not that so much it's just assuming that obviously they're coming y- to us for help so obviously you 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 immediately put in the mindset that obviously they aren't as knowledgeable as you. Obviously, otherwise they wouldn't be here. Um, So yeah, it's not necessarily that they're
0: dumb. It
1: depends how it depends how bad the day has been thus far.
0: Yeah, this was first same, but it's also the the simplest answer is probably the correct one to be honest. Usually, most of the time. So I started with what I thought was the simplest answer. And uh, are you using the same Apple ID? Is this some some handoff syncing thing? basically, and I was about to give them the lecture, stop doing that, that's your problem. At this point, Keon sort of overhears, he's like, no, 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 we checked that. And the guy's like, yeah, no, we checked that. So I go through a few things, he mentions something that he's tried to restore the guy, and I'm just thinking, okay, so maybe they, Keon took him through restoring it with the Sims in so they latch on to the right number, I don't know. But I quickly realised what he meant by restore was he, he set up the phones when he received them. And I did a few things, like going to his his account to see if the number was being taken from the Apple ID. And sure enough, both the Apple IDs had the other partner's number. Don't know why. Um, so I tried changing those, and then you get that lovely message saying you can't because they're linked to iMessage and FaceTime. Oh my God. So I went to deactivate iMessage and FaceTime, tried to add new numbers, remove numbers. It really wouldn't let me. I went to look in phone settings where it says my number tried to change that, it changed briefly, but then kept changing back, I'm like, okay, this is nonsense, take the sims out, put the sims back in, and it happens again, and I took the sims out long enough for the, my number and settings to disappear, and then put it back in, and it registered it. Now, shortly before I did this, right, I had asked, are we sure we've got the right sims in these phones, Okay are you positive you have your sim in your phone oh my and God. your wife's phone has her sim in it he's like yep and i'm like are you sure he's like yes because the contacts and photos came across
1: uh,
0: this was the moment i realized that that was probably not the case and when i went to try this removal of sims thing i noticed they were both the same ee nano sim there is no real way of him telling so I'm putting a picture together and I basically said to him, look, I know what you said, but do you mind if I just swap these SIMs over? Because in my head, I got to the point where I reinserted these SIMs and once again, it had taken the wrong number. The only way the phone was getting these numbers was from the SIM. Um, so I swap them over and lo and behold, he just literally had the wrong SIMs in uh, the phones. And at that point, I was pretty much done for the day. Um, yeah, the simplest answer how long did that take you to reach that assumption? About 40 minutes. <laughs> it was obviously in my mind for, for the duration of the appointment. That yeah. This is what could be going on. But, and then it got a little weirder, to be honest. Um, I went to okay. prep, as I usually do, to get myself some coffee. And you know that sweetener stuff I put in my coffee? Yeah. That's not sugar. Well, I put two of those in and I want to get that down to one because that, that stuff can't be good for you. So I've been trying to wean myself off and get myself down to one. There's a woman standing where the a coffee shop has the, the bits and bobs, and she's also just purchased a hot beverage, and uh, she's putting sweetener into her cup. Now, I didn't stay with her the whole time, because that would be creepy. I couldn't overstay my welcome. I had to make it look like I was doing something, not casually observing her. In the time I was there, how many sachets of sweetener do you think she put into her coffee? <laughs> um... I'm going to go with six. Eighteen. Eighteen? What? Eighteen 18? of them. She was doing three at once, grabbing them, tearing them, pouring into the bin, grabbing another three. I just sat there and watched. And oh my I, God. You know what? If you think you had a bad morning,
1: imagine what hers must have been like. I couldn't fathom
0: what was going on. Um,
1: Eighteen sachets of sweetener.
0: And then, uh, yeah. And then the next thing that happened was I had a customer telling me how some some old middle-aged lady, verging on old, saying how she's leaving iPhone for 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 the Google. Oh so God, that was I her hate words. This. She was leaving iPhone for the Google uh, for two reasons. One was that she doesn't like how the iPhones can't be plugged into charge anymore, and because mm-hmm. uh, they're all wireless charging now. Didn't you know that? Um, Oh, right, okay. So she wasn't a fan of how they couldn't be plugged in. Awesome. Um, And the other thing was that the Pixel 3 has a better camera, at which point, obviously, I I couldn't really argue with her. I was just like, yeah.
1: That is an incredible, like, disparity of knowledge there, to know that the Pixel 3 has a better camera, sort of, but think that iPhones don't have ports. How do you learn one of those things without having the general knowledge to know that there's still, oh, that is... That is the yeah. weirdest
0: thing you dealt with that day. S- Seriously, it, it was really low key, odd. Um, but anyway, this got. She was like, "It's unusual for Apple to be behind." And she, in the, I wish this was a conversation with an intellect, someone who I was having an educated conversation about technology. But she was, no matter the fact, she knew that. I don't know who told her that, but like, she was pretty dumb. Still, she was like, oh, "Apple shouldn't be behind. Look, they're not so really that behind, is- are they? They're not that behind." But like. Basically, this got me. Th- I basically explained to her, look, Google are taking the single lens approach and going AI, and uh, Apple, to an extent, have done that with the 10 R, and it proved to be good. And then Apple, on their flagships, are going down the let's add more lenses. And then this combined with all the iPhone 11 uh, leaks about the triple lens camera just got me in a bad place thinking about how I really want Apple to pursue the single lens camera. That's the uh, conclusion I'm taking from this, and that's why it put me in a bad mood for the day
1: or alternatively Apple can just ditch the camera any camera on iPhone um, and bring back and the lightning just, port well I was going to say bring back the quick take but yeah <laughs> just lightning put quick port take as well. in the box yeah. with the
0: uh, yeah I'd,
1: I'd buy one and then for um, no reason remove it two years later
0: I uh <laughs> then sell it as an, <laughs> an accessory for nine pounds a £9, that's that's the price point, isn't it, for the stuff they feel guilty for removing? Mm-hmm. £9, yeah. Or that they know that should be included. Right, even the USB-C adapter was, when people kicked off, they reduced it to £9. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. It's there. oops, sorry it's guys. Like it's less than
1: £10. You can't complain about any less than £10,
0: you know? Exactly, it's nonsense, it's ridiculous. But then, as I was recovering from that, Uh, I found out that my iMac is going vintage at the end of the month. Um, Oh, no. I feel like I shouldn't be using it anymore in case it breaks. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it will be eligible for the pilot program, though. Uh, But at this point, what happens if it breaks in, say, March, but nothing new has come out? What do I do? Well, I'll just have to use my MacBook Pro, I guess, for a bit. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Wait wait till um, whatever comes out later this year comes out. So that put me down. And then we had the whole Andrew Garfield saga, which was uh, ridiculous, um, but it hasn't pissed me off as much as I thought it would. I thought I'd be sort of salty about it for a few days, but you know what? It's just wrong place, wrong time. Like I, yeah. I, Nothing got taken away from me. It's just, just that day could anything. have been a little bit better, um, yeah. but I'm sort of over it next day, but that really ruined my day. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yesterday was odd, uh, but today has been better. Um because my uh, church's tickets arrived, which I'm excited about. Oh, that's good. I don't think mine have. My 1975 tickets arrived as well. The first batch. Oh, that's good. When is that? That's close, right? That's next. That's this Friday coming at the O2. Oh, wow. Um, and yeah, it's because O2, the O2 did their own tickets for it. So I got oh, the okay. Exeter ones from Ticketmaster about 10 days yeah. ago. And that's after the O2. Yeah. Um, and uh I also got a Bonday Blue iMac G free today. So
1: uh Oh. How much did you pay for
0: that? Thirty pounds. Went up to Coventry and uh brought it home. It's uh, it's beautiful. It's sitting sitting in my kitchen right now. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's uh this a bit, little, little bit of a clean, but it's 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 a good boy. Uh, it's just, it powers on and stuff, yeah. It's all good. oh yes yeah, it's, it's fine it's so so far I mean it sort of went to sleep because I left it on for an hour or so just to give it a run and it sort of semi didn't wake up from sleep like the screen wouldn't come on um, <laughs> but the Mac was on and I heard like the CRT like sort of doing its staticky noise like it was turning mm. on so I just unplugged it turned it back on and it was fine but I don't know what that was all about um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a good one It's uh, I'm happy with that, that's one off nice. the list
1: That is, yeah, for sure
0: So, so yeah, um, how are you? I'm alright I haven't really done very much, to be honest oh. um, I mean, we haven't recorded since Boxing Day uh, Was that? No so, Yeah, it was Boxing Day Really? Mm. And nothing's happened to you in over two weeks Um... Hmm. Well, I
1: mean, to preface, I don't have an iPad yet.
0: Oh, do you have air... Wait, so you had air power last week. Oh, yeah, I misplaced it. You lost it.
1: Yeah, there's there's a room in my house which is really, really white as well.
0: Oh, no. Yeah. I've done a Johnny. Ah oh, man.
1: Yeah, it's really sad. I was quite torn up about that for a few
0: days. Do you think you're gonna find it in time for the spring keynote or I hope so I hope so um yeah me too
1: I'm on it I spend like half an hour a day in there looking for it um I gotta limit myself otherwise I'll lose myself in that room I'm trying because you're quite pale <laughs> yeah yeah exactly
0: <laughs> oh brilliant um uh, shall we move to some follow-up because we got quite a bit of it that, actually yeah. Um, yeah let's go through that an interesting point. Uh, you haven't actually listened to the last episode, so you would know this. But no. we never, we ha- never actually mentioned which Amazon Echo we both bought. Uh, oh, did we? <laughs> we just, we, we just said uh, <laughs> we both bought the exact same Amazon Echo and left it at that. Does it um,
1: matter? They're all garbage.
0: I'm, I've set mine up now. I'm quite happy. Oh, that's good.
1: It's fine. I'm, yeah,
0: I think I'm gonna pay for the three ninety nine Amazon Music thing until Apple Music comes out here. Yeah. Uh because it's 3.99 on Echo and I don't need it on anything else. So um but yeah no it sounds um worse than a UE boom. Uh
1: <laughs> It sounds worse than most things, but it's
0: fine. It's actually the voice assistant part. Like the quality of her voice, high fidelity voice assistants, because compared to my dots it's just ah uh, uh. Like the, I, we got this for the price of a dot normal R R P, so I'm yeah. kind of happy. Yeah, I'm happy for what I paid for it.
1: I wouldn't have wanted to pay eighty, ninety pounds. God Christ no. Almighty, no,
0: not in a million years. So we both got the second generation Echo in heather grey fabric. I think I've <laughs> yeah. forgotten It's been a while, yeah. um, and it's in my bedroom next. I put it in my bedroom in the end next to my Sonos. Oh, and, you did. Uh, oh, okay. Yes, I did. I did. Um, it's it's cool up there. It's I like it. It's my little little cylinder in my room, which I hope will become a home pod sooner or later. Uh, which it, well it will, but just not anytime soon. Why haven't uh, you done that? That baffles me. Uh, I will, because there are many gains to be had from doing so, like having a hub. A home kit hub in my room for that Bluetooth smart plug right next to it, yeah it currently relies on my iPad being there. If my iPads come out with me for the day, then I can't turn that plug on from home uh, from away from home um but no, it's going to happen, it is going to happen. It's just just uh, it's three hundred pounds, and while I can afford that, I'd rather spend the three hundred pound on stuff I don't already have two of right now <laughs> um, I mean that is a that is a fair estimation to be honest. It's um, yeah. It's like yesterday. I was weighing it up: do I get a new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, catchy name, or a Philips Hue light strip this month? Because uh, they'd both be the same price, and I went for the Switch game because Mario. Uh, but next month, I'll probably go for the light strip just to make my room even more brothel-like. Yeah, yeah. That's
1: the that's the game. That's the the uh, the end game, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I want my room to be a brothel. Yeah, it does look really good. I mean just the lighting in general
0: it's gonna I like my room I like it a lot um cool so that's the echo we bought follow up point number two uh the Apple watch is doing really well uh last week we talked about how uh, it's the king of wearables and its growth is look looks to continue on until two thousand twenty two well it turns out and this is this this blew my mind the uh, Apple watch is now a bigger business for Apple than the iPod ever was the iPod saw its most successful quarter holiday 2010 uh, right after the fourth generation iPod touch came out uh, in with the uh, fourth gen nan- uh, shuffle sorry and the sixth gen nano which was the one that sort of ironically people wore as watches um, i remember that keynote really well uh and uh, that was september 2010 and then the holiday season started and that was the iPod's most successful quarter and then this holiday quarter um, they reckon that the Apple Watch has done better than the iPod ever did, so that is mind blowing to me. Uh, but yeah, what do you think?
1: Yeah, it's crazy to think about. I mean, it, it makes sense because obviously, you know, Apple Apple is a much bigger company now than it was then. I mean, it was obviously still a huge company, um, and you do see Apple watches everywhere. And by all accounts, the Series Four is the best selling, and it's done so well. Um, but it's still, it is just really weird to wrap your head around obviously, I mean, for me, at least, as a child, growing up, I knew of Apple because of their iPods, you know? Like, this was then my first sort of insight. It was my first Apple device was an iPod. Um, and that's how everyone that I knew kind of knew them. Obviously, I was aware that a Mac existed, but I didn't really associate that. That was just a computer, you know? Um, but obviously, the iPod was like the definitive, obviously, MP3 player. Um, and it's weird to think now that the Apple Watch, which is... You know, like, a relatively small part of their lineup. I mean, obviously, it's doing amazingly well, but when you think of Apple, it's not the first thing you think of. Obviously, you think of the Macs and the iPhones and the iPads and, oh, yeah, Apple Watches. But you see them all the time. You see so many people with them. Um, And every day, you know, you get people coming in and, you know, interested in them or upgrading, but more and more people are jumping in who have never had one before.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of wondering when every time I serve someone who's never had an Apple Watch before, I'm kind of thinking, when are you people going to run out? Like, when are there not going to be people that... like When people come... Because we still get people saying they've never had an iPhone. Or even better, sometimes we get people who genuinely do not know the first thing about one or how they even sort of operate. It's it's, it's weird, uh, but it happens, but very rarely. And I wonder at what point we're going to reach out with the watch. Yeah. Maybe it'll be the point that we're at with iPads at the moment. Like everyone
1: understands what an iPad is, because iPads there've been more sold of those than the whole PC market put together, as we all know. Um, maybe when it gets to the point that Apple Watch not only is the biggest selling watch, but sells more units than every other type of dumb watch combined. Then maybe people will understand how they work. But it yeah, it's a weird thing. I mean, I love to pick up um uh my the old iPod nano every so often. I'm like, this is an Apple Watch, you know? It's a proto mm. Apple Watch. They really I are. would
0: really like one of those. Like there was like literally they built watch faces into it. It's yeah. uh it's very, very cool. Um no I would like one of those to add to the collection at some point. Okay, cool. Uh moving on to more follow up. Uh we've had more battery case leaks and this one is oh this one's gold. Um, yeah, <laughs> a chap on Reddit decided to cut up his smart battery case so that he it could fit his 10s. Was it 10s or a 10s Max? Uh, I think it was a 10s. Yeah, I think it was a 10s too. Um, cut off the top of it basically so he could plug his 10s in. Now I'd imagine he kind of wanted to see what would happen. Oh, sorry, beg your pardon. It was actually an iPhone 10. It was a 10. Interesting. It was a okay. 10. Yeah. Um. I, I would imagine he would just wanted to see what would happen. I doubt he seriously considered do, using this. Um, but it turns out something cool did happen uh, in, your, in the settings, or sorry, the battery widget, uh, where it displays the battery level of the case. It did indeed uh, come up with the icon that we had seen in a beta before when we dug around in the code. Then um, that actually came up in the OS as the icon for a new battery case uh, and this was on iOS 12.1.2 which is the latest public release of iPhone software um, the iPad's still on 12.1.1. Point uh, three is in beta at the moment um, but yeah this is public release if you plug a smart battery case into uh, your iPhone 10 or newer I guess uh, you get to see the new case so this thing's coming where is it Lex where is it?
1: Where is many things, to be honest? The battery case isn't necessarily at the top of my list, although it arguably does appear to be more finished. Like there are icons for it everywhere, there's stock images for them for obviously APRs and stuff. Like it seems to be basically
0: out. We just haven't actually heard anything. Like there's been no yeah, it's weird. It's like I don't think It's like the clear ten R case. Why did that just get in a press release with the ten R launch and then disappear for a few months and then come out yeah. of nowhere? But, even yeah, like
1: that had less rumours around it than this does. We've seen a lot more evidence for this bat- this smart battery case than we did that clear case. Um, and that just sort of popped
0: out of nowhere. Uh, there are two options here in my mind. It's either, and the one that I can't get away from, and I don't want to do it again, but it's something <laughs> to do with air power. Come on, it's all this stuff that's missing is to do with charging. Yeah. Um, that's all I can think, but the other option is, and probably the more correct one, is I think there will be, be it a keynote or a press release in March, usually, as I'm just guessing this is probably just going to be one of the products that's sort of saving for the spring refresh, maybe that kind of surprises me though I feel like they're just
1: they'd be throwing away revenue because by all accounts obviously we're going to see at least a a you know a, a form factor redesign in this September with supposedly squared off edges like the iPad um, which obviously means these aren't going to fit those why would you wait an extra three months if the product is ready that already this product has a limited lifespan so to speak um, why are you just putting it off for kind of no reason um it's,
0: something's going on. Something's going yeah, on. Yeah, there's gotta be
1: more to it than just
0: it's yeah, it it seems weird. Yeah, something's definitely going on. Um I, I I'd be intrigued to see if you cut one of these up and squish a ten R into it, what happens then? because uh, then we might know whether they're planning on doing one of these for the ten R or not.
1: That's a that's a good point,
0: yeah. Um Shall we do it? We need to, shall we find one? I'm sure we can yep. get a hands on one somehow. <laughs> um, cool. So, Bendgate is still going on. Uh, kind of. Not really. I mean, Apple published a support document. Um, effectively, say it, it was weird. I, I think Apple's communication here was really bad. They Because in the past, as we said, uh, either last episode or the one before, the Apple have said, this is normal. Some of them ship like this. And then the support document came out and basically offered up a few new bits of information. Uh, the tolerances for bending when they come off the production line is the equivalent of four sheets of paper. Um, I don't think that's the bending people are referring to. I think Apple have basically come along and said, hey guys, it's normal, but are referring to a bend that is almost unnoticeable. And another interesting thing is they've actually said that this happens on the cellular model more. Now, no one had noticed that, as far as I was aware. Apparently, because of the additional antenna lines on the cellular model, that's where the bending occurs. And they also said that it just looks more bent, effectively, because of the new shape and the squared-off edges are going to highlight bends more than that rounded, tapered design before. And apparently, they came off the production line even more bent than these ones, I think Apple has actually just further complicated the situation here by admitting to a fault, a quote-unquote fault that wasn't the fault people were identifying. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah this is. Uh, at the end of the day, people are getting these
1: iPads out and they are bent, like <laughs> noticeably. Um, I what they're saying is totally correct. Like, obviously, I've got my ten point five inch here, and if I look at the side of it, it is definitely bowed, I would say. It's not bent because I wouldn't say there isn't one particular point of this iPad that I can point out and say, yes, it is bent here. Just the whole device is sort of bowed inwards a little bit. Um, and as far as I'm aware, it's pretty much always been like that. Um, and I think yours, your old 10.5 did the same thing. Um, yeah,
0: my, my 10.5 was definitely bowing.
1: Yeah, definitely. Now, that doesn't bother me. And yeah, it, it I would say it is definitely less noticeable on this design. But this iPad... That I'm holding here is nowhere near as bent as the the photos that we're seeing. Um, that what we're seeing there is not. I mean, it, it, I don't know what's causing it, but I'm sorry, but that is a lot more than a
0: 400 micron deviation. Um, yeah, the photo in this Macrumors article is something completely different. If that ships like that, that's a straight up problem. To no, me, you I couldn't measure think it that
1: did. in degrees. You could get a compass out and say, or uh, sorry, a, um, a protractor. Uh, that's the word I'm That's asking. the one. That's the one. That's the you one. could get a protractor out and you could visibly measure that.
0: No. That's, that's an no. issue. No. You used the AR measuring app. Yeah. That, that I can't actually remember the name of. Is it it's measures? It's called measure. Measure. No S. Measure. Measure. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. It's just not really okay. And I feel like Apple, uh, their communication has been bad on this, but all they keep doing is A, giving more information on what doesn't appear to be the problem. Um, All this is, is it names the process which they use to inject um, uh, the the plastic for the um, antenna band's uh, co-moulding. It seems really cool. Um, They essentially squirt all the plastic stuff into the the channels that they've already grooved out. Then they smooth the whole thing off afterwards, and the the metal and this call at the same time Uh, looks really, sounds cool. Um, And apparently this is what's causing the problem. Uh, I don't know. I don't know I'm not an engineer at the end of the day um but it's something is something's definitely not right here and it's not the fact that they've got this you know four sheet of paper um deviation test because that's this is a lot more
0: than that. I haven't seen anyone and I'm probably very wrong, but I haven't seen anyone say it's shipped like these photos that we're seeing. people are saying after normal use they end up like these photos. Now, that's very, Apple have basically started barking up the tree of, oh, chill out. They're meant to ship like this in some cases. Well, they're not meant to, but it's just normal. Whereas other people are saying, that's not the point. These products are not fit for purpose because you put them in a backpack and they just bend. So mine is, what, two months old now, pretty much to the day. And it's fine. Like, I think they're probably, I look at it. I can get behind the four sheets of paper idea. It looks like that's probably about it. And it's it's a cellular one as well, but it's it's not messed up um like those images are and uh, it's been in bags. Uh I really don't know what to make of this. I think there are probably three parties here all going at each other with incomplete arguments and the The best part is the support document basically says if you suspect there's something wrong with your iPad Pro enclosure, you have Apple's 14-day return window or the one-year warranty, both of which probably wouldn't cover you if they are that bent. No. So it doesn't no. really help anyone. Not at all.
1: Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I think what this is coming down to at the end of the day is that obviously the design for these and, and where obviously the microphone port especially is on right in the middle and the SIM card tray as well on the uh, on the cellular one is right in, in central in, in obviously the sides of these iPads and they are obviously very thin um, and there's a lot of stuff on the inside of these iPads and they are, by the looks of it, I mean, you, you see the videos of people deliberately obviously Ben testing them and stuff like that on YouTube. And yeah, they don't seem like the strongest of things. They will snap, but so did any iPad. Maybe these are more prone to doing that than they have been previously because of this new design. Um, and I think that's what it is. Like you, obviously you are very careful with your iPad, um, as I'm sure I would be as well. Not everyone takes the same level of care I'm not saying people are careless with their iPads, but potentially the more people that do use them... and about things like that, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, Then, yeah, you may be prone to this more bending. And I don't... It's difficult to say whether this is actually a fault or whether it's just sort of an unfortunate um, side effect of this new design. I'm not saying that that's excusable and then that's okay just because if you want the design, they're going to bend. But kind of? I don't know. It's it's a really tricky one because you obviously bridge the gap between is this product fit for purpose or do you just have to remember that this is a really, really thin sheet of glass with a metal surround that will bend, you know? Yes,
0: this, of... is, this is it. Fit for purpose is really hard to define because one person's idea of it can be completely wrong. So obviously not everyone, but lots of people who think they're careful with their, their Apple device... In my eyes, are just downright careless with it. Like the completely... amount of
1: people that come into our th- store and say, and "Oh, say, it's pristine." It's pristine. That's my favorite. My favorite word is pristine. People come in and say this all the time, and then they take it out the case, and it's disgusting. <laughs> like either it's just gross to begin with, or the fact that there are scratches on the screen, there are dinks on the corner. Like people have very different ideas of what the word pristine means. Clearly,
0: this is the point. Are we wrong, or are they wrong? Who who could tell? Like, are we? Should we have to baby our devices like we do? I mean, I still get use out of them. I just, as far as I'm concerned, I look after my stuff, um, and as a result, they are more or less immaculate. But I still get scratches and things like that. Is that wrong? And should they be more durable? I to to keep them this thin and to use these fancy materials. I don't. I think people need to just accept these things are delicate, and again, it comes back to the problem of tech is a weird one, because everyone's literally forced to use it, but not everyone wants to use it, or has the regard or care that a a proper tech fanatic would have, but the industry leans towards a tech fanatic, because that's what's gonna sell, and that's what people want, and that's what critics want, and I think At the end of the day, in my eyes, I know I'm biased, but I can't help leaning towards people just need to be more careful with what is an incredibly luxurious and delicate piece of hardware.
1: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, Apple has always obviously been, I don't want to say not form over function, but they have been form led. And obviously, you know, Function is still incredibly important. It's a priority. Them, but it is. It's totally a priority. More to, I would say, Apple and Johnny Ive throughout the years than many other companies. Now, obviously, with you ha- have these beautiful designs and it's kind of like, ah, as far, the way I look at this is it's kind of like the butterfly keyboard, but not as bad. Like, that actually had some issues. Um, but it was, that's straight up bad design. Um Which hopefully they have now remedied with these lovely silicon flaps, um, the condoms, but yeah, but that was of course all form led that wasn't function led that was to keep it slim, um obviously to get to get rid of those horrible depressions that you get on the screen, obviously to have a nice typing experience as well, but that that was designed to keep the uh, keep the the Macbook you know slim and and as light as possible. This is kind of the same thing, but there are, this isn't really an issue it's kind of i don't know i'm kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place because i understand what people are saying obviously you know especially how these devices are marketed is that you know they are the your shove in a backpack go anywhere like what is a computer that's the problem i think is how they're marketed and that you see this this um this video with uh oh, what was her name what do we call it? Barb. Bob you know, Barb, there Barb. You. From, Barb you know, from Stranger Barb. Things. Yeah, Stranger Things Bob. You know, for this lovely 10.5 inch, what is a computer at? They ran a, like last year or year before. Um, and you see this kid running around New York, I think it is, with her iPad in her backpack. Now, if you are treating this new iPad Pro like that, it's probably going to bend, to be honest. Um, and the old ones probably wouldn't have done. Uh, and that's kind of I guess something we've got to accept maybe they'll add support and structure to them next year and they'll realize that this is kind of an issue and I'm sure that they will do something to remedy that but as far I don't think they're going to go beyond that they're not going to issue any REP or anything like that
0: no it's going to be like the 6s and the 6 it's it got to a point where 6s came along and they didn't say oh it doesn't bend anymore they just said this design is even stronger aluminium so when the next model comes out, that's probably what's going to happen. Um, but I think it comes down to as well, it's like how when I got my uh, XS and I was talking about how if the zip on my hoodie scratches it, then so be it because I'm not going to stop wearing zip-up hoodies to prevent scratches on my phone. That's even a step too far for me. But <laughs> most people, the, their tolerance for what's acceptable the acceptable adjustment of lifestyle to prevent damage to their devices is much lower than my tolerance. Um, so it's it comes down to that, I think. So I don't know who's to blame here, but I do think it's one of those stories that is like trying really hard to gain traction, but it's just not getting anywhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, in, in Apple's defense, they're not giving it any traction at all. They're, yeah, they're not they're, entertaining it. They're, they're like, just shut up at all. Basically, stop bending your iPads. Be careful. Buy Apple Care.
0: <laughs> You know, which at the end of the day, I think is, as far as I'm concerned, probably the best answer.
1: Yeah, I mean, even if it's not Apple Care, I feel like, yeah, just have some sort of form of insurance on this incredibly expensive device you're carrying around that's with you everywhere. Uh, no,
0: that's. No, that's bad advice. Just have AppleCare. (laughs) Yeah, I know,
1: but I don't want to be like, yeah, Apple, you know,
0: because Apple. I don't know. It it just doesn't make any sense to me having any kind of insurance that isn't AppleCare because who knows what they're going to tell you to do with it. Oh, I I totally get what you mean. AppleCare is by far the best insurance you can get for these
1: devices because obviously it's first party and obviously third party insurance can be kind of dodgy. But if you're not going to buy AppleCare and you refuse to buy it for whatever reason, please buy something.
0: Yeah, fair enough,
1: fair enough. You know, I, I'm not... Yeah, I'm not championing other insurance over AppleCare. AppleCare is by far the best. But just for whatever reason, something. if you are... <laughs> yeah, if if you feel morally opposed to buying AppleCare for a product that Apple have provided that you're worried about bending and you feel wrong about that, just get some other insurance, please. Make everyone's lives a lot easier, you know? I don't know. It, it, it's a difficult one. Um, but... Yeah, it's really thin, guys. Be careful.
0: I can't wait till next year's iPhone is even thinner. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah.
1: Oh, no. But to be fair, hopefully, I don't imagine that next year's iPhone or this year's iPhone is going to be 11 inches or 12.9 inches.
0: So hopefully it won't bend like this. No. Cool. Uh, Let's leave... alone, because I think that was about 20 minutes Um, yeah we need to stop talking about this we're giving it more traction than Apple do we have more iPad mini 5 news Um, yay I was thinking we could create a segment we could create a segment called iPad mini 5 watch Um, I'm just going to like like I said last last episode if you actually listen to it um, it's uh, I am convinced it's happening (laughs) there's no question about it in my mind anymore uh, yeah. when don't know don't want to get into that right now but we've seen a really big leak over the last few days um, the enclosure effectively completely leaked uh, it was the blush gold the new glow the new gold um, and it had the 2016 ipad pro style antenna lines the ones that were introduced on the 9.7 for the cellular model and that the Uh, 10.5 and second gen 12.9 retained the sort of thin shape of a bar but not filled in um and someone who leaked this basically said it's gonna have an a9 right that's where this leak stops as far as i'm concerned there is no way in hell this ipad's gonna have an a9 processor at all like no it's just not happening the ipad mini 5 should have sorry the ipad mini 4 should have had an a9 in the first place. no i think personally i think it'll probably be an a11 maybe an a10 but i think if they're going to do this they're probably going to keep it in line with whatever the current entry level ipad is now i assume this year's update to that will get an a11 so i expect the mini 5 to have an a11 as well Um, but if they do keep the a9 it's going to be like the new a5 it's just going to stick around for ages in various products but no i really i really can't see it having an a9 um your thoughts Uh, Yeah, I I think it'd be a crying shame if I
1: had an A9, to be honest. Um, uh, It's just a waste. Um, Interestingly enough, um, I've just had a look. So obviously we've actually been taking apart quite a few uh, uh, motherboards of late um, and having a look Mm. at the the wonderful A series in our spare time. Um, I just looked at the photos that have been tagged to this. One of the photos actually has a picture of an A8 on the inside. Um, um, so if you scroll down, uh, on the Mac rumors article, um, we'll, we'll put this Oh yeah, there, like I somewhere. see it. Do you see how the picture of the chip so, says A8?
0: Okay. Um, okay. No, this is, oh, I see this. No, no, this leaker is just confused. I think.
1: I have a feeling is that a side by s- oh I see it's a side by side of the two motherboards one of a 4 so one, one from of a, a mini 4 looks like it
0: and but there's no just, markings just, and there's no there's markings no on way. the A5 there's no way it would have an A9 chip it's just it's an era apple has left behind there's keeping costs down and there's just difference in products like a nine wouldn't be capable it'd be capable of the most basic entry level ar introduced on the success there'd be no neural engine there at all it is they'll basically stop support for it next year it'd be ludicrous it's not happening even an a10 to be honest would be like oh they really cheaped out here i can see it being an a10 but i my gut is saying a11 because the iPad Pros on A12X we're going to have A13 in, in the fall. I think A11's a good point to be like right now the A10 in the in the 9.7 the current one is kind of getting too old. Um, yeah. And this is I, my favourite no. thing
1: actually. I like when, when customers are at work and they're like oh so why do I get the new one over the old one? And I love just going into the talk about A series chip development and how every year they get so much faster um Okay. Ahoy, telephone just was triggered by me saying A-series. I can see why. The way you say
0: it is literally uh, very similar. (laughs) Because you just can't stop talking about arm chips to anyone you meet. Oh, they're so good. (laughs) You just need to munch on them.
1: Yeah, they're really good. Um... Yeah, even an A10, I get what you mean. Hopefully, if they release a 7th gen iPad, I'm assuming that will have an A11, and obviously it would make sense if they release it alongside the Mini 5, that that obviously have an A11 as well, and make the only difference between the two size.
0: Please, please make the only difference size. That's not happening. Like, as much as I want that, that's not happening. I'm... (sighs) Unless we move into which I also don't see this happening, the only way I can see that happening is iPad gains two sizes. So you're just like the Pro, you'll have. Uh, I mean, we, it's a topic that's on our list. There's without going into too much detail, you're going to have iPad 10 inch and iPad 7.9 inch, I guess. Um, yeah. Whether that's Correct. We'll get to that when we discuss that topic. But that's the only way I can see them doing that. The only difference being size, because obviously at the moment you've got ten S and ten S Max, uh, iPad Pro in two sizes. There's no difference between these devices. Yeah. It's a great look for Apple. It looks really good. I really want that
1: to happen. You know, as you say, I think the best route forward is to drop the Mini moniker and just have
0: the two and just have iPad, sizes. And iPad Pro, and then two sizes of each. Two sizes of each. That'd be the favorite. And then also forget about the ten point five. We're we're in the January phase now. Last year, when the iPhone rumors started, they nailed straight away the three sizes and yeah. the rough features of. And literally yesterday, I saw a rumor saying that there will be a t- another 10R this year, obviously with a probably a different name, but another 10R like phone which will get the dual lens camera, and the 10S successor will get the dual lens camera, um, but the 10S Max successor is gonna be where the three lens is exclusive again, uh, which saddens Stop me. Stop it, Apple stop it, like, I've always gone for the big phones anyway, so, and I will do so again in September, so this is not a problem for me, but I still think it's just dumb, why force people to, it's it's bad for yourselves because most people are going to have the smaller one so why do you want the larger share of your customers to have what's not your best technology, I don't understand, at all like, it would honestly make more sense for the bigger one to have the less features Um, but anyway there's a Mini 5 coming out, and I'm really, really happy about it. I really am. I'm yeah, very I am pleased. Well. Cause...
1: I, kind of, I was talking to you about this the other day. Um, I want one, and I don't know why. I just want one, you know, to kind of, like, be my smart home hub, you know? One that always stays in the house. Doesn't really serve any particular purpose, but if you need to do something, you can just pick up this iPad, and it's always there, you
0: know? When the Mini 5 first came out... Sorry, <laughs> when the Mini <laughs> first came out... <laughs> timelines oh, We're in the they're getting mixed again. up again um, when the mini first came out I was instantly in love with it and I thought it was the best one of the best things Apple has ever released I thought finally the iPad's a nice size and I didn't get one for a while uh, I waited till the rest of one so about a year after so I got that Christmas 2013 right after it came out and uh, September 14 I got the 6 Plus and uh, instantly I've never fallen out of love with a product so fast as I fell in love with it I was just, it just became useless. Then my next iPad was a 9.7 Pro, um, and now I'm here with a 12.9. And I don't think you, I don't understand buying anything smaller. So I don't know. But I still, I still want a, a small iPad. Um, Follow ups done. 50 minutes in. We're done. Whoa. We're done. Yay. <laughs> yay. That, oh, Good. Yay, for, yay for us. Yay for us. Shall we do oh, some wow. nanotopics?
1: Let's do some nanotopics and see how long
0: we don't spend on these. We can't get onto the... In fact, I honestly think the nanotopics are going to be uh, shorter than the follow-up. Um, it's been a strange couple of weeks. Um, okay, first nanotopic, really quick. We're on Spotify now, so if you're a Yay. Spotify user, you can find us on Spotify. Man, it was easy to add us to Spotify. Really? It wasn't even like a submission. It was more of an addition, and then they just emailed me when it was ready. Um, so we're on Spotify now and their analytics tool looks very, very in depth and much better than Apple. Um, we really need to get that sorted out just to know if anyone is out there or we're just talking to space. Uh, I mean, Georgia doesn't even listen. No one listens to us, Lex, except uh, I don't even listen. You don't even. Am I the only person that listens to this podcast? Mike. Hi, Mike. Mike. Hey, shout out to Mike. Mike's coming on in a couple of weeks. Is, Probably yeah. about four weeks. It's gonna be very fun. When you mean four weeks, do you mean four episodes, so eight weeks, or do you mean two episodes? No, two episodes. I'm, I'm aiming around episode ten-ish for Mike's guest debut. Uh, maybe we should have um, a guest every ten episodes. Maybe that should be our thing. Uh, that'd be cool. So every twenty weeks, Jesus. Um, oh my. So God. we're on Spotify. <laughs> I'm working on getting us on more platforms, with Google Play and TuneIn being the big ones. I submitted us to TuneIn because I want to listen to us on, on our, on, on our new Amazon Echoes, so with that vein. Um, but TuneIn rejected us. What? Uh,
1: <laughs> really?
0: They, yeah, they. Let me find the email. It was. It said this could be due to missing audio files, which I know there are none of. Uh, there are okay. no missing audio files in our RS. RSS feed um, or our feed isn't compliant with RSS 2.0 standards now I can't instantly say no you're idiots tune in we're compliant with RS 2.0 because uh, I don't know but both Apple and Spotify had no problem accepting our podcast and mm-hmm. uh, Squarespace isn't some bootleg host so to <laughs> me I'm assuming well, it's tune in at fault here I'm guessing um, yeah. to me that's probably the case I'm going to look into that and get us on Google Play as well uh, you know so, that also
1: means that we can play ourselves in the shop over the Sonos
0: mm, that'd be very cool well that'd I got the HomePod good. to do it the other day actually it took a lot yep. of uh, these assistants have difficulty understanding the way I say the blue ink show too many K's I think uh, <laughs> no there's only one I don't think I've ever
1: gotten the HomePod to initiate playback, but I do always tend to
0: airplay to it when I have got mm, it. I airplay Overcast in my HomePod, but sorry, I meant the yeah. HomePod in the shop. Oh, um, oh okay. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. Oh, that's um, cool. So we're on Spotify. Uh, and we'll so if you ever feel like to listening
1: to us from an inferior service that isn't Overcast,
0: you can use Spotify. Yeah. If you're insistent on not using Apple Podcasts as a directory, you can listen to us on Spotify. Yay! Okay, Lex, Yay. Do you want to introduce the next topic?
1: Um, yeah, I don't actually know what this is about. I don't remember. Um, Jack's dirty little secret.
0: Oh, man. I don't. I was remember. probably inebriated when I put this in here because it was. I felt really bad about what I had done, <laughs> and. looking at it now, it's just, (laughs) what did you do? I have an iMac Max. I have an iMac. I have a 2012 iMac. Yeah. Looking forward to replacing it, but for now, it's my ever faithful desktop. Does everything I need it to. Yeah. Sometimes I uh, have to get out and go places. I can't sit in, in the jack zone for very long sometimes. Yeah. So I have a portable device as well. It's uh, It used to be a 2012 MacBook Air, which was a dark time, because it was the 11-inch. Then I replaced it with a 13-inch Touch Bar MacBook Pro in uh, 2017. And then this year, I replaced it with a 2018 iPad Pro, which I am loving as my as my portable iMac companion. But there's one problem, Lex. I, I still have this f***ing MacBook Pro. And since I uh, got the iPad Pro, I hadn't touched the MacBook Pro and I thought the problem was over until about 10 days ago when I touched my MacBook Pro. Oh no. Oh no, I know what this is. I touched the MacBook Pro. I thought, hmm, i will do a little maintenance. (laughs) Get it charged, (laughs) updated, and then I did what I always do when I come back to these devices, maybe change the wallpaper. Just, just getting... (laughs) And I'm like, damn, this is a cool machine that I have, (laughs) right?
1: I knew that was coming.
0: This is a cool machine that's sitting here. But not not all is lost because I basically found a use for it. A genuine Uh, use. Okay. So I, I, I do a little bit of Swift development in my spare time. And for a long time, I've wanted to get into web development. Now, ironically, of those two categories of development... The web development is the one that is very much asterisks possible on an iPad Pro. Um, But I wanted to get into learning it a bit more, so HTML, uh, JavaScript, and CSS. And uh, I could do this on my iPad, but I don't have the time to hack around it. could do it on my iMac. But you know what? I wanted to do it on my MacBook Pro. And the bonus of that is I get to keep my development environment away from my iMac. I also don't get distracted when I'm learning because I don't have all my content on there. And I can do it in bed because it's a laptop. I can take it around with me. It's the perfect use for it. So now I've satisfied these cravings like a normal person by using tools for their intended purpose. And it's a win-win. Like when I say development, development environment, I'm using Chrome on their legs. Um, oh. I'm using Google Chrome I'm not even signed into my Google account my doc oh, wow. basically has Chrome unsigned in uh, Atom which is a text editor which you can use to uh, write some um, HTML 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 and uh, and uh, yeah it's it's great it's really going well and I could charge so, it with the same cable as my iPad Pro. So basically, what you what you've
1: done is you've realised the one shortcoming of an iPad, and you've used you've found the only thing that you can do with your MacBook Pro that you can't quite do with your iPad, and you're now using it for that.
0: Look, as soon as I can do this on my iPad, the MacBook's going back in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for the last ten days or so, I've been living living in sin. I've uh, been cheating on my MacBook, Pro, my iPad Pro over MacBook Pro. I still prefer the iPad Pro. I keep going to touch the bloody screen on the MacBook Pro. Oh, you're one of those, um, are you? Yep, I'm one of those. <laughs> but I don't go reach for a trackpad on the iPad Pro. So I am convinced that that uh, the iPad doesn't need cursor support. Well, you know, it'd be cool, but I that I think cursor support is the the, the one big frontier that once you add that to the iPad, it really blurs the line of yeah. what's a Mac, what's an iPad. We're definitely yeah. not getting into this right now, but that is... I can accept external storage. That, that is a necessary feature of iOS. That needs to happen. But adding a cursor, I, iOS is touch, and we'll leave it at that. Uh, but Yes, yeah, so I for the time being, I agree with you. Yeah, For the time being is very key here because... Yes for the time being, I think it's right. Doesn't mean in two years if it's implemented in a way and the external factors like the state of Mac has changed, sure. But right now, I don't think it should be in iOS 13.
1: I'm sure it could be done well, but not yet. We need other things more, like external support, which hopefully will happen sometime this year, September, assumedly. Assumedly.
0: Cool, shall we uh, go on to some topics? Oh, that was not a short nanotopic, Jack No, like so I had to get that out of my system Do you have anything to talk about? You're welcome to add nanotopics as well, you know That's yeah, why okay. you have shared access to the Google Drive document. <laughs> I did add things um, um, You did? I, you did? I just tidied I tied them up a little bit um, yeah, I noticed anything? Um, How are your dogs? Dogs good? They're good,
1: yeah they're good uh, Holly yeah. posted a cute picture on Instagram earlier. You should have a look.
0: Oh, let me have a look now.
1: On her private one.
0: Oh, let's have a look. Oh, good boy. He's such a good boy. Oh, <laughs> three of them. Four. Yeah, of all them. three. No, is that no? That's what me. The f- what's good? That's that's a mirror. <laughs> all
1: right. No, I only have. I was three like, dots. since
0: when did you acquire? Jesus Christ, Lex. What? Who, what, what is that thing on your lap I don't know isn't it a dog yeah since when have yeah. you had three dogs
1: oh no we're not going down this road I've always had three dogs I've actually had that oh. one the longest out of these three
0: really yeah honestly my dad needs to meet your dogs He, I think he I think, he, <laughs> I think he'd have is an overload your... <laughs> is this your they way to get so... him to buy a dog They are so, yes. Not buy a dog, adopt a dog. Get your family to book a a holiday for the lot of you. And just leave all three of them with
1: us. All three of them, yeah. I think Richard would definitely have an overload of sorts. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm not sure it'd be
1: the one you'd be looking
0: for, but yes. See, you did have a Nanotopic. You have three dogs now. You acquired another one since last I did not
1: acquire another dog. I've always had three dogs.
0: Always, since the dawn of time. (laughs) Since the dawn Uh, of time. Since since the beginning of recorded history. Yeah. You've had three dogs. The three of them
1: actually predate
0: the Big Bang. Really? Yeah.
1: Arguably, they have me. I'm only 20.
0: They they acquired you? Yeah. Clearly, it's the other way around. Wow. You are their human. I am, yeah. Um, One of them. They have a few. They have four. They have four of them. They're lucky yeah. logos. Let's um go back to Apple being doomed. No, let's. Alexa, stop.
1: Did Amazon perk up there? Jeff Bezos.
0: Uh, Jeff wanted to see if he could uh, steal any information from me to fund his divorce. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting another penny out of me, Jeff. So uh. uh, maybe the three ninety nine a month for Amazon Prime Music on my Echo. Um, You do this one, because I'm tired of talking, and, uh, and, yeah, you do this one.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, so, obviously, as we all know, Apple's doomed. Um, this is the latest, uh, sort of nail in the coffin, so to speak. Um... (laughs) Is this what's gonna do it? Yeah, this, this, yeah, Tim's actually written something, so, you know, that's how you know times are tough. Um... and some interesting reading it's essentially an open letter to Apple's Apple investors Um, Tim said in a nutshell they are revising their financial their fiscal guidance for the first quarter of 2019 Um, now that's kind of sad obviously this is a revision to go down Um, but the more you read into it kind of the not it gets explicable so he explains why and it does make sense um, obviously, he goes on about macroeconomic factors and how they can't control everything. Cough, cough, Trump, um, and some things are obviously out of their control. Sorry,
0: Lex. I, I'm I'm really really sorry to interrupt you, but I've I, I've just gone on Mac rumours. Yeah, and there is a report that Airpower has entered production and coming soon, and has been updated. With another supplier who, who agrees with this and says it's going into production on January twenty first. Hold on, I'm um, reading this.
1: This, sorry, we don't. Apple's not doing this. Doomed, is, we'll put that on hold.
0: This is. <laughs> um, sorry,
1: I just love the fact that that promo art has a Series Three.
0: I know, and an iPhone Ten. Yeah, that um,
1: doesn't might bother me so much. It's the Series Three that really gets me.
0: So, Air Power is coming.
1: What didn't you know is coming?
0: The, I don't want to say it again because I've said it before. But my gut feeling is it is still coming very very soon because I'm sure it isn't. Apple aren't ashamed to admit when they mess up, and release a press release. And if yeah. they, if they, the fact they didn't before the end of the year, to me suggests they only just missed 2018
1: yeah um, I reckon it probably presented lots of little problems along the way which they then solved then another one presented itself obviously we all yep. had heat management was the big thing um, maybe they solved that something else came up whether it was software integration obviously you know what there's a obviously there's got to be a chip in there of some some kind to obviously make sure they'll talk to each other um, so I would imagine probably hit some problems with that maybe Um if they put an A9 in this, this this charging mat will be as powerful
0: as the iPad Mini Five. Doesn't is it not an A A8? I thought it was an A8. Yeah, I know. But just imagine if they put an A9. Oh, in there, <laughs> which is only one one chip up. I love how comments are saying no longer interested. I'm sorry, I am still mega hyped for this product. I'm arguably
1: more interested now <laughs> than I was. When it was first announced, I was like, cool. Oh, yeah, Apple are doing a charging pad. Awesome. Now, we've had a year and a half to stew air
0: power. Oh, my God. You know what? I just have a gut feeling that this report is true. Like, I... Yeah. Like, it's just... I know what you mean. I get a good feeling about this for some reason. Because it's just so random. It's like... And it's not even like... We've heard. It's not even a report saying, someone in China suggests that maybe it's happening. It's basically saying... Power has entered production and coming soon. And then it got an update a couple of hours later saying, not saying the article's wrong, it's just saying it hasn't entered production yet, it's happening on January 21st. Like, this is... That is incredibly pretty specific. specific. It's incredibly specific. And, yeah, no, I kind of think this might be real. Do you think it will just come out of nowhere, just pop up on the website, or do you think January 21st ties in with a March keynote? I think probably yes they then get a month and a bit of production ahead of them maybe they would i can't see them wanting any less than that if that makes sense
1: i don't imagine like that seems a very late edition. you know like i was going to talk about this with the ipad minis actually like they had prototypes up there surely if this was coming out march time um they would be a little further along than that kind of the same with air power i would assume that if if they are going to release this we probably won't sit until about march time um, to give themselves, you know, a month and a bit of production.
0: I think that ties up pretty well, or even word in March. Um, that is gen- sorry to interrupt that, but that was genuine breaking news. Um, Maybe this will save Apple, and we don't even need to talk about this this open letter because it's air power. This is this is encouraging. I think we, if this is true, we'll find out fairly soon because we'll start seeing packaging leaks and things yeah. like that. As soon as it hits production, we'll start seeing stuff. Pretty- seeing bits of it. Bits, just pieces, you know. Oh, it, wouldn't it be funky if it does genuinely have like a different design or something? Like it's round or that would square. Be so or, cool.
1: I don't know why I want that, but I kind of do. That'd be cool.
0: Yeah, I could. I can really see Phil Schiller standing up on stage and being like, "So we need to talk about Air Power today." Back in 2017, we showed you a, we showed you a
1: prototype. Imagine, imagine if all of this was just because they wanted to change the name to Apple Juice apple juice <laughs> uh,
0: or <laughs> eye up um, so they would so they would just like they're just like in 2017 we showed you a prototype we showed you a prototype now it's square audience goes wild
1: no maybe they just never talk about air power again and be like here we are apple juice and it does
0: something a little bit different I would love them to meme it slightly just some just sort of bit. acknowledgement to what <laughs> Storm it's been because they haven't said a word about it since September 2017. I mean, they will do like Tim did
1: with um, MacBook Air displays, didn't he, with the Retina shit? So I can, I can, see, I can see them
0: doing a little meme, you know. Since for, for quite a while now, Apple Keynotes have been fun, genuinely fun to watch. Yeah, I've enjoyed um, them. It's, it's like WWDC blew everyone's socks off this last year, and everyone was expecting it to be a rubbish year. Yeah, um, I was going to the October. Year. In fact, and then the September keynote was boring as hell because it was two products we knew were coming and got leaked beforehand, oh, but so both sad. great products. Both very. And good, then yeah. the October keynote came along, and that was genuinely awesome. So I'm very excited. I really hope there is a March one. I hope it's not some bullshit like being at a school so they can't broadcast it live because that's always oh, a sad day. Sucked. Um But yeah, cool. Shall we go back to Apple being doomed after the oh, positive yeah. news? Um.
1: Mm-mm-mm. So obviously we know that, I don't know if, if everyone's been keeping their ear to the ground, but Apple have been running this promotion in a couple of countries um, about their you know new trade-in prices for iPhone XR specifically, but also XS's as well. Um, this is reportedly due to poor XR sales in uh, China, um, which actually is essentially what Tim talks about in this sort of quite a bit. Um, he actually talks a lot about... China's economy in general and their GDP and how that it's been on the up and up for the last 25 years but it's actually starting to slow down so China's economy is slowing. Um, Now whether that's a bit of a scapegoat who knows Um, but I guess it is the truth and obviously this plays into this macroeconomic picture he was talking about because obviously China is a massive market for them that they've never quite cracked but they were sort of on the verge and now obviously if China are you know, dialing down, you know, their economy, then this obviously can have an impact. Um Now, obviously, iPhones have been selling less and less. And there hasn't been the exponential growth year on year that we have seen in the past. And this, obviously, this happens every year. And it happened last year. And obviously, everyone, everyone no one thought the £1,000 iPhone would catch on. And now there's an almost £1,500 iPhone, and that's the most popular. Um, um And... Interestingly enough, what he talks to, what he talks about, sorry, um, is mainly about categories outside of iPhone. In here, he states that, in fact, most of our revenue shortfall to our guidance and over 100% of our year-over-year worldwide revenue decline occurred in greater China across iPhone, Mac, and iPad. So, this really highlights that this is China causing this issue. Now, obviously, Apple don't publish their iPhone sales anymore. Um, but I'm sure if we were to look at those and break those down, I'm sure a lot of this is coming from China. And obviously, their interest in Mac and iPad as well. Um, but what he also goes on to say is that services... So... Um, what he was saying in general is, uh, categories outside of iPhone, so services, Mac, iPad, wearables, which encompasses, um, Apple Watch and AirPods, um, the home stuff and the accessories, they grew 19% year over year, um, so there is still crazy growth, 20% growth year on year for a company is ridiculous, um, now take iPhone away from that, they are doing incredibly well, um... And it seems to be that China's really causing... You know, is is the stick here. Um, And he doesn't talk too much about the US at all. This is all pretty much focused on China. Um, But I would imagine a lot of this, potentially, as he says, is due to macroeconomic factors, which no doubt has a lot to do with a China and their relationship with the US at the moment and vice versa. I'd imagine that's causing some issues, to be honest with you. Um, So... Yet again, Apple's doomed, or maybe not, because 20% growth year on year. Just ignore iPhones for a second. So they're doing pretty well, to be honest. Um, And down here, uh, there you go. Services generated over $10.8 billion in revenue during the quarter, growing to a new quarterly record in every geographic segment. So in every corner of the world, there was a record record. Level of revenue generated by Apple and their services. Um, and I don't know if you saw, but Tim, well, they, they, Apple have said that they're bringing a world changing, so to speak, new, launching a new service this year. Um, I don't know if you saw yep, that. Yep, I did Jack. see that. Yep. Um, I did. Whether that is their TV streaming service, which is long being rumored and is totally happening, or whether it's something else entirely. I wouldn't
0: necessarily say that the TV streaming service is world changing at this point. Um, Well, the two contenders we've got are the Texture acquisition being merged into Apple News. Don't really think that's Uh, world-changing. We've got the TV service, which is definitely happening. I agree, it's not really world-changing. He did, later on, he was doing a lot of talking that day, mentioned that Apple's greatest contribution to mankind will be in health. So, yeah, maybe. Makes sense. It's
1: some sort of health service. That'd be cool, I guess. Expand the obviously try and capitalise
0: on their Apple Watch and how well that's doing. Makes sense. Um, So it is time to stop defining Apple based on iPhone performance because iPhone is going to sell. It's always going to sell. The consumer kind of dictates as to how often it sells when they feel like upgrading. But the chances are your so-and-so who's got an iPhone 6 and been holding off this time, when they do finally decide to update four or five years later, they're probably going to get another iPhone. Um, but in the meantime, Apple are packing Face ID into the XS or the iPad Pro. They've got an Apple Watch that can do an ECG before anyone else could. They've got HomePod, which is an amazing speaker, and they're all doing really, really well. But no, Apple is doomed because Susan doesn't want to upgrade her iPhone 6. Yeah, you know it. That's what that's what annoys me. Um, and a Goldman Sachs analyst thinks Apple could be the next Nokia. Now, obviously, this is possible, but... Nokia only fell as... He he was basically arguing uh, that Nokia saturated the market with their products. Now, Apple haven't got to that point, but they are arguably release uh, Messing up their product line. Whether the... Not really the market, but just their product line is a bit of a mess at the moment. But I think Nokia died because the iPhone came along, and that not only was a hit from Apple, this prompted everyone to make touchscreen smartphones. So that was a hit from many manufacturers competing against them, and they really took a long time to wake up and fight, and it ultimately failed, and that's how iPhone overthrew them. Um, and I say iPhone not as an idiot, I mean iPhone, not Apple, because it was the iPhone that did it. Um, so the only rumbling as to what's replacing iPhone if that is all that's important about Apple, apparently, um, is AR. And from what we've heard, the only people that are actually putting any genuine development into an AR product nearly ready for launch, along with an ecosystem that's already in development and has been for a few years, third party and first party, is Apple. So if anyone's going to topple Apple, once again, it will be Apple. And uh, that's why. I don't like that report. But, I mean, it's totally possible that someone will come along and completely knock Apple out. It always has happened in the past. It keeps happening. It's how history progresses. And I'm sure it will happen eventually. But I really can't see it happening anytime soon. I think Apple have got another couple rounds, 10, 15-year rounds in the bank ready to go before they get knocked out. Uh, Or maybe they'll have a resurgence like they did last time. Like, maybe they'll go away for a little bit. And, uh, who knows? But that's, that's purely speculation. Um, do you want to talk about CES? Because it's more positive. And I'm tired of talking about Apple being doomed when they're clearly not. Yeah, it is kind of a bit depressing, to be honest. It's depressing and just dumb. Like, come on, they're doing well. Really well. Yeah, they're Um, doing great. And sure, competitors are doing well as well, but it doesn't mean Apple are doomed. Um... So, yeah, there is, there is. did you know, there is a space in the consumer tech market for more than one manufacturer. I don't know if anyone's, oh. I don't know if you got the memo. Do you think they got the memo? Because this is possible. Competition is normal. So you're telling me you don't have to be a monopoly to be a successful company? No, no, apparently not. Oh. You know? I, yeah, interesting one. Interesting. Cool. So, CES has been happening. I think it's over now. Is it I not? I so. It's only yeah. one week, I believe. I yeah. think it's been over for probably about a week now, to be honest. But that's what happens when you have a fortnightly that's show. Um, oh, yeah. When this comes out, yeah. Apple usually aren't really involved in CES too much. It's usually where you get lots of manufacturers bringing out new products with integration with things like Alexa. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Stop. Thank you. <laughs> um and Google Assistant, and things like that, and there's usually a theme that lots of new products are supporting this and that, but it's never really Apple. Apple don't get involved because they have their own keynotes. This year, Apple weren't really there, but their presence was there, and In fact, (laughs) it was a very fascinating one because it all started before the conference when there was a giant, multiple giant privacy posters, one of which was on a massive hotel right outside the convention center uh, saying, what happens on your iPhone stays on your iPhone, which is absolutely brilliant. What is the tech industry focused on and consumer tech specifically? Privacy. What is Apple the best at? Privacy. Where did they put the advert? Right where all the journalists are staying. How awesome is that? I think that's amazing, um, and that was the first thing they did. And then the next thing came along, and it's uh, all kind. I mean, there were HomeKit products, but the big thing was in TVs. And uh, 2019 LG TVs will feature AirPlay 2 support, which is awesome, and HomeKit support, which is even more awesome. Same with Samsung TVs, but this is where it gets weird. It's just Samsung TVs will have iTunes movies as an app on them, um, um. What? (laughs) That
1: is really weird.
0: I can't make you think Apple Music coming to the Echo is weird. This is weird. Well, hold on a minute. (laughs) This is this is hell freezing over. What? And this is this is where if you actually dive into this a little bit more, iTunes movies isn't. When people say, "Oh, come to Apple." They don't say, we've got iTunes movies. Now, (laughs) iTunes movies is great. Like, they have a massive library of 4K HDR content. that is no extra cost. And if you already had the HD version, you get upgraded to free. This is all cool. This is great. But it's not something people say, come over to Apple. We have iTunes. No. No, that's not what happens. Come on. All this is, is Apple getting the streaming service in as many places as possible ahead of time. Is it not? Am I crazy? It's like how videos became TV on the phone. Surely come September or whenever it is, this app will get an update and become Apple streaming or whatever they're going to call it. Do
1: you not think? No, it makes total sense. I don't understand. iTunes is... It used to... I mean, iTunes movies used to be kind of important, but then Netflix happened. um, And for the last five years, it's not really been on the radar that much. You know, it's cool, I guess. Um, And it makes no sense as to why now seems seems kind of suspicious and uh, yeah, totally seems like it's paving the way for um, their streaming service, whatever they decide to call that.
0: I'm worried about the future of the Apple TV. You know, like AirPlay two. Is... Yeah,
1: if AirPlay two is coming to LG TVs, you that really kind of destroys the need for an Apple TV. Arguably, I mean, obviously you still have the app library
0: that they've built up, but it's kind of weird. Do you think this is one of the first tangible effects of Apple's new position as a services company? Primarily, this
1: is this. I mean, this is their moving away from hardware. Like, there's no two ways about it. This this actively they're still
0: going to make the hardware. They will, yeah.
1: But this actively make almost makes their hardware redundant to a degree. You don't. You no longer need an Apple TV if you want to wireplate to it, or if you want to watch iTunes stuff, um, and or if you need to use it as a HomeKit hub. Like, that's crazy. Apple TVs. I mean, I think. Well, my home kit hubs now are the Home Pod, but it used to be the Apple TV. Um, and this is odd. It is really odd. Um, and obviously, you know, you. Well, I think we spoke about it on here, didn't we? Your estimations of Apple moving to a service company, or was that Google, or all of them?
0: Yeah, it was probably all of them. Like, I don't think Google are them. going to be services. They're going to be They're a um, being, yeah an enterprise back. Background engine, backup house engine, if that makes sense. But I may have talked about this, but it's not—it's not even sort of just my opinions. It's more a fact now that Apple—they are making so much money from services. Why not capitalize? Yeah. Exactly. And they don't they're not going to stop making the hardware. They love no. the hardware. The customers love the hardware. The custom the sorry, the hardware brings in more services customers. The customers are there for the hardware and stay for the services at the end of the day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Spot on. It. Yeah. And this is a very interesting tangible effect. I think the presence at CES in itself is just another example of Apple's new strategy. It's a so step be it. in a direction Why not?
1: which they haven't kind of really done before. So, yeah, it's interesting.
0: It That's the interesting. only re- Don't do you cuz I feel slightly uncomfortable about this a little bit. And I it, know it's, it's just weird because it's different.
1: Apple is so closed. You know, their whole ecosystem is designed to suck you in um which is fine. You know, it's a fine business practice. Um and then this does the opposite. It means you don't need an Apple TV. It means you can have an LG TV and not need to use uh, TVOS's interface, and you don't need to spend two hundred pounds on Apple TV. It's it's really odd,
0: it isn't like Apple at all. To me, the reason it makes me feel uncomfortable is because they've been on this path. The ship has been on this course for the last fifteen years or so. When did Steve come back? Twenty years. Jeez. Um, <laughs> it's this this the ship has been on this path for twenty years, and that's where they've got to the point. How they've got to the point they're at, so successful. And now they are completely turning the ship in a different direction, but they've they're sort of doing it slow enough for no one to freak out, but it could also hit an iceberg Now it's probably not gonna, but it's it makes me uncomfortable because something is such a dramatic change that's happening so gradually that it's it's like it's almost like we've woken up and realized, and we're like, "Oh crap, they've been doing this for a while." everyone freak out um i'm kind of scared tim's gonna knock on my door and just silence us Um, (laughs) yeah (laughs) we've realized lex we've realized
1: because i mean if you think about it all this is exactly the same thing that they've done with apple music obviously first only available on ios devices but now you can use it on any old android um yeah this is
0: the exact same thing it, I'm totally on side with this. I love the idea of Apple becoming more and more open. I, it's why I, if if the iPhone goes to USB-C this year, I don't think it will, but if it does, it's a win-win in my books. Um, it's it's I love the idea of Apple being more open, and I think they've got to a point now where they can do Apple while being open. But also I want to see them double down on secrecy, which so far they seem to be doing quite well on because I miss the secret side of it. Um, but that is definitely coming back into effect i'm so glad my dad didn't buy an lg tv just before christmas he was about to do it and then decided to wait for ces just in case something cool happened and then he started reading the rumors because he's like us with apple but tvs Um, and he's like oh it's (laughs) going to keep lg's a9 processor they're just going to revise it um a little bit and it's not going to be a massive update this year but what he didn't know about was all the apple stuff that got added to the tv so i'm so glad he didn't do it, and he's agreed, let's just wait a little bit until the price of the 2019s comes down, maybe in the summer a little bit. Um, so I'm very, very happy about that because I want HomeKit support on my TV. I don't really mind about AirPlay too because almost all my... Uh, if I'm going to AirPlay something to the TV, I'm just going to turn on the Apple TV. If I like the idea of being able to use my phone as a remote or automate it so the TV turns off at night. or something. I don't know, whatever. How yeah. it's going to work, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't really interact with my TV other than the Apple TV or changing HDMI inputs. Um, but I guess it, w- it, w- it would be cool if, if that support was native.
0: But it w- if it's in HomeKit, surely you'll be able to create scenes so TV comes on, life, light goes off, yeah, things like that. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> it's going to be really cool. And like not necessarily turning it on from the phone, but say it turns on, living room lights go off. It's To me, this is... I'd be ve- cuz look you don't change the TV every year like you keep it for quite a long time it's very long in technology terms so if you don't buy a homekit one now you're not going to get a homekit one until god knows when <laughs> by which point the world will have changed significantly yeah. to me it's 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 a very important addition and I'm very pumped that it's on LG TVs it's very very cool
1: yep yeah it yeah, is cool It is cool
0: now i'm I'm sure there was other stuff at ces but they were the key points i don't think there's much point us trying to dig into it too much i did list it as a ces special but it's not been that at all um because there wasn't too much i saw that i wanted to talk about um yeah i didn't see much from ces at all this year except those things and they're the they're the important things can you think of anything that you saw um not particularly.
1: I mean, Huawei had this new; they had um, one of their phones on display that has this uh, sort of like punch hole, Ford camera, um, like, the real oh, design like the Samsung. On the, yeah,
0: on the Samsung uh, Galaxy. Didn't S10. they announce their media event for like February twentieth or something? The yeah, Galaxy S like ten. Yeah, which is crazily soon. Apparently, the production foldable phone is going to be uh, unveiled at that as well. That should be interesting. Do you think that's like Samsung fans Mac Pro? <laughs> or what used to be the Apple Watch. Like, the S10s are given. Will this be the keynote that brings in the foldable phone? I mean, uh, it's only no, been a be rumor for one. like six six months. Well, it's not a rumor anymore. They showed a prototype off yeah, on stage. Uh, uh, but the lights turned off. Yeah. Because <laughs> it tastes better in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, as
1: much as you can show off a, fo- a device in a pitch black room, they did indeed show that off. But um. <laughs> from what we saw of it, it was not anywhere close to being ready not even close, I think there was some rumours that it was like inside another device or something, that it was like enclosed in something else, which is why it looks so bulky, I'm like, okay, sure sure, Um,
0: or it's just ready, you think Apple announced air power prematurely, this is this is another (laughs) level yeah (laughs) foldable phone that sort of folds
1: in half but also looks like a Nokia brick and they had to show it off with the lights off. Can you imagine? <laughs> I, can't, no, oh, I can't... no. I've thought about it. It's just such a meme. Showing it's off a so device st- that is too stupid. ugly to, for people to take actual photos of.
0: So they had to turn the lights off. Oh,
1: no. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> oh, they're like, guys, we've got something new, but we're just going to turn the lights down because it's, it's ugly as sin. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, imagine if Apple came Could out. You
1: imagine if they just <laughs> brought out like the new Mac Pro and be like, right, we've got something to show you. Okay. We've
0: finally done it, guys. we I'm done just going to turn the lights down <laughs> and the and the audience just stand up and leave. And you're not allowed to cover <laughs> they, your eyes. You have to look. But we're turning the lights off so you can only see the display. Imagine they've got Face ID in this display and they're just showing it off. And it oh, works look, in the dark. It works don't worry. in the dark, and they it, just it to works turn in the, the dark. So we're on. gonna we're gonna turn, and then they get sued for misleading marketing oh, because that's when you turn watch. the lights on, you fi- you find out that it's got one of those dumb reverse notches that was introduced at CES. I saw lots of laptops having that. Yeah. They go bezel-less, but to get the webcam in, they have a reverse notch, so it sticks out of the display. And uh, I saw a poll on Nine to Five Mac was like, "Would you rather iPad Pro style bezels?" Or iPhone 10 style bezels with a reverse notch on your MacBook, and my God, <laughs> I swear to God, if they do a reverse notch, I will, uh, I will buy a Pixel Three. Will you? So I can turn my notch off.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I must. My my favorite thing about CES is looking at all the other laptops that get announced because they are <laughs> ugly as like they're just the worst. Um. It. I, I like going through and like looking, deciding which one I like the least. <laughs> is that what you do? The only <laughs> one that is is fine is like this Huawei. Is the Huawei MateBook because that just looks like a MacBook, like a MacBook. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the others are just like this. Pl- these plastic monstrosities.
0: Microsoft Surface Book is a pretty machine. I think. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, but ugh, I just don't understand Windows laptops.
0: I hate them all. I hate them all, but if I was going to get into any of them, I could kind of get into the Microsoft first-party hardware scene. I could. Uh, with, I like, could. the Surface and the Surface Book. I could... Um, and Microsoft are quite a cool company. Like, put it this way. If, if if I somehow was fortunate enough to be offered a job at Apple, Google, or Microsoft, right, uh, in any capacity, above yeah. retail, no, I'd yeah. obviously be happiest with Apple, okay? Um, Microsoft... No, let's say Google... Obviously, I'd take it. It'd be an opportunity of a lifetime. But there would be a little piece of me that was like... I'm selling my soul a little bit. It's Google. If Microsoft offered me a job, I'd be like, damn, this is cool. I want to see where Microsoft goes. And I've said this before. I I, I love Microsoft. I genuinely do. And I don't know why. But if Microsoft went under, I would be sad. Really sad. I, I don't think there's any fear of Microsoft going under. No, um, no, th- but theoretically. Same with Amazon. I'm kind I'm I'm an Amazon fan. I, I see what they do wrong. I'm not. I don't
1: know. I don't, If 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 this, if you gave me the same list, it would be the same order but Amazon at the bottom.
0: Really interesting. Yeah.
1: No, I'd put Amazon above Google. No, but I don't like Amazon hardware. It's all just trash as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, but they the way they have genuinely changed the world in other areas. Yeah, cool. It's just I so guess, exciting. So Google. Bro, you can order of no, but you can or- you can order something and it comes in an hour. Like that is a contribution to mankind as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and people have nervous breakdowns trying to get that to you. <sighs> but isn't that just a side effect of capitalism and consumerism?
1: Arguably, but there's a line, you know?
0: When does Amazon become not fit for purpose, Jack? Like when the Chinese child jumps out a window while making your iPhone. It's uh, a <laughs> where, where's the line, Lex? <laughs> where do we become horrible people? Uh, maybe that's what happened with Air Power. They all just decided. They're like uh, they no no that's fucked up. <laughs> no, from what I've heard though, that doesn't happen anymore. Oh, that's good to know. I'm glad like no one is dying anymore. Warms my heart. Oh Christ. No, I know no, look, Amazon have a lot of problems. Um and they really really do. <laughs> Very much so. Um and unlike the the unfortunate deaths in China, that to me is down to Foxconn, not Apple, whereas these are Amazon's first party warehouses where yeah. people aren't allowed to take toilet breaks.
1: Yeah. That is messed up, You, I mean, arguably, there's a difference between taking a toilet break and
0: jumping out a window, but still. Sure, but there's still a result of being mistreated in the workplace. Yeah. Like having basic human rights taken away from you, whether it's sleep or using the toilet or being so miserable, you end up killing yourself. Either way, it's a messed up situation and it's a massive problem and it needs to be addressed before we let it get out of hand because what I'm effectively saying here is sure Amazon treats their workers bad, but they've got this massive contribution to mankind. So I'm just overlooking that. Okay. That's already in itself kind of a problem, but if (laughs) that has the potential to become a massive problem and yeah, it's, it's, um, that needs to, that needs to be sorted before it gets out of hand. But look, no no tech company is perfect. And I think Amazon, let's take away the negatives Amazon's contributions to me are more significant. Other than Google's search engine, which straight up changed the world and shaped this decade and sorry, yeah. this century. If you ignore the search engine, Amazon on a day to day basis changed the world more than Google, as far as I'm concerned. Google do very little that if you actually becomes useful. The search engine. If you ignore Google. Yeah.
1: If you ignore Google, Google didn't do very
0: much. Which I guess is kind of like the iPhone 10. Like Apple got a free pass on the 10s because they did the 10. Google get a free pass on everything because they did the search engine. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not trying to rubbish Google, but I think Amazon are a more interesting company.
1: I sure I find Amazon. You know, I mean, obviously Amazon as as the you know the logistics and and the retailer. Sure, that's all great and stuff. You know, they have a great service that works well until you would try and return something. Um, But all of that, seamless, great. Um, I find their hardware uninspiring. Um, The coolest thing about them is definitely their software and their development that's going on there. That stuff seems really cool. Um, But other than that, yeah, AWS is cool, I guess. They power the, the world's internet, pretty much, which is good and all. But arguably any company could have done that with the resources, you know?
0: So Apple have cool services and cool hardware and yeah that's I mean everything they do either fits into one of those categories really kind of yeah they don't do any background stuff like all of those other companies do Google changed mankind with their search engine their hardware is in the Pixels have been a hit but to me they're only a hit because their AI is so cool that's where Google really shined, their AI, so I guess that's a service.
1: The Google's hardware is cool, but it's niche and
0: kind of falls flat relatively quickly. No, it, um, it doesn't stand out. The Pixel 3 only stands out because of its camera. And why does the camera stand out? Because of the AI. It's, it's yeah.
1: But arguably, if I were getting an Android, I would probably get a Google Pixel. Mm, maybe. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Um and I wouldn't necessarily be getting it for just the camera. You know? Like, there's something that... I, I find it... Yeah. I, I find it appealing. Hardware and software being developed by the same company just tends to work pretty well. Um, I mean, obviously, the Google, the
0: Pixel has... The camera is not enough to sway me over to Android anytime soon because <laughs> the XS camera is o- already monumentally good. Yeah, it's a, it's an amazing camera
1: but Google are also doing some really cool crap.
0: A summary of the camera to me is 95% of the time, the Pixel will get a better shot, but when the 10s gets the better shot, it is so much better. Um, and that's what I've heard from people who've reviewed them. Now, that's not a great, great number, but when you, you actually dig into it, the, when I say 95% of the time, the Pixel 3 marginally gets a better shot. To some extent, some people's eyes, yeah it's very close and then when the 10s does get the better shot it's much better and they're so similar i feel like the the pixel has a more user
1: friendly camera but hits the ceiling more quickly whereas the 10s you can do a lot more with it and it has the potential to have some really amazing shots um which as you said you know you might not be able to get on a pixel um obviously ignoring all of the night side stuff they do but that's not even hardware at the end of the day so
0: I mean, all these companies have changed the world straight up. Windows is everywhere. Google is everywhere. Apple's products are iconic. Siri is rubbish. Um, (laughs) Amazon have changed the way we shop forever and power the internet effectively. So no one's really better than the other. And all of them have those horrible things like workers killing themselves or being deprived of toilet breaks and just being treated like crap. So they all have pretty massive problems to sort out. And it's even things like the way Amazon conned everyone with that HQ two thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but then Google go out and bring out Duplex and make everyone question what is right and what is wrong about AI. It's they are now obviously that's not kind of the same league as people jumping out of Windows. Um one's a slightly bigger problem. Uh but it they all have problems and they all do things that are morally wrong and in some cases downright messed up and people have to answer for that but to me some of them are more interesting than others that's what i'm trying to say there are if you were working for one who would you be excited to be along for the ride with and to me that's apple or microsoft um in some ways, Microsoft may be more exciting because they are very much developing at a rapid rate. Where Apple, but we we don't know what's going on in Apple. They could be working on some crazy shit. And if you were part of that, wouldn't it be amazing? Whereas wouldn't Google, man. it'd be an honor to work for them, and it'd be a great entry into the tech industry. How how I would kill for a job at Google. But if I had if I, in a, an amazing world where I had to pick of the four, Apple and Microsoft would be my first two, followed by Amazon, then Google. Fair enough. Yeah, that's uh, a yeah. that's that's a that's a cool little tangent we went on. <laughs> yeah. Um So the, the, sort your shit out. These companies. Uh, so, um, Jeff, go down to the warehouses. Like Tim went to China to address concerns about safety and working conditions. Jeff, you need to go to uh, you need to go to Waybridge and uh, <laughs> yeah, please, fix that honestly. distribution center. Go fix it because I don't want whatever I think he's called Charles my local Amazon driver he always turns up stressed as hell I want him to have a better day I don't yeah. know if there's anything to do with the, the, the distribution centre but Jeff go sort it go sort it are we done are we good are we good for two weeks because I kind of want dinner I'm a bit hungry
1: yeah I'm quite hungry actually and I'm sure that my girlfriend sitting behind me would like food hey Holly I mean she still can't hear you
0: tell her I said hi Jack said hi <laughs>
1: Oh, she said hello. Are you done? Not quite yet, actually. Yeah. We haven't officially signed off yet.
0: <laughs> Are you done? Please be done. <laughs> um, thank you very much for listening to this episode. If you want to find the show notes for this week or any other links to things we may have referenced in the show, you can find them at blueinkcode.com forward slash T-B-I-S forward slash 7. I've been Jack Taylor and I write blueinkcode.com. You can also find me on Instagram as at a Jack Taylor. As usual, I've been joined by my amazing co-host Lex McCohen and you can find him on Instagram as at and we will see you in two weeks time. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Bye.